I want to dive through a, a couple things. Like one, one is like how you just kind of exploded on on YouTube, um, and then two, kind of just like your your background, and then also all the stuff you've learned marketing because you put out an album that's I, it looks like based on the streams you just crossed a million streams. Yeah. So that's dope. Congratulations. Thank <laughs> that you. must have been freaking awesome to to cross that in only like two months, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just just over a month uh did did a million streams that was pretty ridiculous i didn't really know what to expect um but yeah you know here we are and i at first i listened to it and i was like ah what what's this guy playing in the music and then i watched your videos on the album and you kind of did i mean you 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 kind of tell it this way that you wanted to be kind of like a dj Khaled executive producer and so the first thing that popped in my mind is, are, are you an artist yourself or, cause all your videos are pretty much about music, but do you also do music too? Uh, I did. I used to, I used to make music. I started when I was just out of high school in 2014. I got into like my friends cracked FL studio and I was like, shit, I'll try it. You know, it like looked fun. I never really, I love, I've always loved music. I never thought about trying to make it um, until like literally all of my friends were just doing it. They were like <laughs> one, one kid cracked FL studio and was putting it on everybody's computer. And I was like, well, fuck, <laughs> I'm bored. You know, I was going to community college. I didn't really have a hobby. And once you're out of high school, it's like, you don't want to be the guy that's hanging out with high schoolers. So you're like, all right, I need to try to do something with my life so <laughs> i fucking just started making music and uh i made electronic music so i was really into edm at the time mostly dubstep um never did any vocal work and uh yeah i did that i got obsessed with it for like two years straight um and it's like all i did i was building up a following i made some pretty decent songs actually when i look back on it and i listen to some of them I'm like yeah they're still pretty good like I, I'm still happy with some of them at least. Yeah. Um, and then I pretty much, it's funny at the, at the, like the peak of my career, if that's what you want to call it, I quit. Um, I didn't really think that I was good enough to keep going or to build a fan base or to build a following or to do this full time. And I realized yeah. that because by the time I made that decision to like quit, I had transferred to a real universe to a four year university and I was like just going through a lot at that moment. There's just a lot going on in my life. And like music was something that I was passionate about, but I was working and going to a school, a new school that was much yeah. harder than community college. And I just like, I don't know. I just felt yeah. really pressured and I didn't love making music anymore. And um, yeah, I think I just, I, I kind of was in this in-between moment for a while for probably like six months, yeah. like trying to figure out like, am I still making music? Is this what I want to do? And I just was in limbo and then um, eventually just decided to like officially quit and stop making music. And then that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was the history of like my actual production career. Shout out Lacey yeah. Jackson. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Thanks for the, what do you call them? Super chats. Is that what they're called again on YouTube? I always forget. Um, it's a fiver. It's a big fiver. Th thanks for the fiver, Lacey. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, so, uh, how old are you, by the way? I think we're roughly the same age. I'm 24. Okay, never mind. I'm I'm the old man here. I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I 
I kind of felt the same way when I was in college. Like I stopped doing music for like, I mean, not entirely, but mostly for like four or five years. I barely did it just because I was working full time and going to school full time. And it just, you know, kind of sucks the life out of you to where it's not fun anymore. Are you um, doing are you doing this full time now? No, no. So I'm actually a mechanical engineer full time. Mm. And then I mean, I'm also doing this full time. I just don't do anything but work <laughs> like 80 right. hours a week. Right, right, right. You just don't. Yeah. Um, so basically I have zero social life anymore, but it's, um, it's fun. So I don't really feel too much of a trade-off. This Somebody is- asked what my dubstep alias was and it was Shank. <laughs> Shank? Are we going to, is that going to show up on Spotify or SoundCloud? Yeah, SoundCloud. You can listen to it. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. People can go listen if you want. Oh, good. <laughs> Some of the stuff is pretty decent. What was your, um... What did you go to school for? I was kind of curious. Uh, I went to school for marketing. I went to Rutgers uh, Business School nice. in New Jersey. Did you find any of that helpful with no. any of your <laughs> That's why they waste of money. Kind of kind of assumed it, it 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 helped me figure out what I don't want to do and Yeah. It uh Yeah, no. Totally not worth it. Um not worth the money. I mean, not like there isn't valuable information to be learned, but like Honestly, like the shit we were learning, it was like why your business should have a Twitter page. It's like fucking <laughs> duh. Like so, it was a yeah. joke, dude. Honestly, yeah, yeah I, I can imagine. Uh, it's the same in like engineering school. It's like you get to the job and nothing's remotely similar than you know or nothing yeah, you like, learn in school. What the fuck helps. are we even paying for here? Yeah. So uh, on the YouTube stuff, because your album's actually relatively new. I mean, it's only came out two months ago. You kind of got started off like doing a whole bunch of, I guess, like rapper reactions and like listening to people's music, finding undiscovered artists and and doing like games around it, like guess guess yeah. the, the bigger artist kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, how did that happen? I mean, I, I saw some stuff about it, but like, how, how'd you kind of get into making YouTube videos and like why that topic? So, I mean, when, when I was like making my YouTube channel, I had no idea what I wanted to do, which is pretty typical to like anyone who starts a YouTube channel. They're just like, I'm just going to make videos like fucking with no direction. Right. Yeah. Um, I knew I liked music and I kind of liked vlogging, but ultimately I just, I didn't really know, but I stumbled across like, uh, some, some artists that were in the underground, like emo rap scene at the moment, I was like really feeling emo rap Lil peep had passed away and i was like upset about that i genuinely like felt upset and yeah. i kind of naturally was like well i want to find like more about like i want to f- learn more about this and and find out about more artists that kind of make this and on top of being in a pretty confusing time in my life i just felt like the music really resonated with me it felt very nostalgic because i also grew up listening to a lot of emo music as well as rap so it just felt yeah. like it just felt like the perfect, you know, com- and I was just coming off like the whole three years of trying to be an EDM producer. So it was like just a, such a good di- new direction for everything for my life. So, yeah, um, I stumbled across some artists called um, Convol, Gucci Highwaters, Garden, Lil Lotus, um, just like Shinigami, uh, these artists that at the time were just um, were just soundcloud guys with a couple thousand followers right and i was so used to the edm soundcloud scene that 
it was like oh shit like there's 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 other <laughs> genres of music like doing this right and i felt like some fucking like i was the guy who just discovered this like i was the only person <laughs> in the world that knew about it right like that's that's how i felt at the moment yeah so i made a video right i made a video that was like fucking five emo rap songs that you need to know or some shit like that right um after i had been listening to them for a few months right i was like i gotta like why don't i make a video about this you know and that ended up getting like a thousand views i paid like this little peep fan page uh $15 to promote it on their instagram story and it got like a thousand views and i had like 20 subscribers so a thousand views is like fucking crazy yeah like yo i'm gonna be famous and uh one of the artists convolk um saw it and he dm'd me and he was just like oh thanks man like whatever he had a thousand followers on instagram and you know i was just like yo man like i really like your music he had like five thousand on soundcloud too at that time and i was just like man i like your music blah 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 he's just like one of the one of the first things he said to me was crazy he was like I, which was weird it, in hindsight kind of weird but he goes never stop making youtube videos <laughs> and i was like what like i don't even know you dude shut up <laughs> now i'm playing uh but i was just like never stop making music and uh then we just kind of would chat back and forth a little bit here and there then one day he was like hey man um i'm gonna be in new york city like we should hang out or something i think at some point he knew that i was in new jersey or whatever yeah and i was like cool and uh he was like bring your camera i was like okay so i literally documented this like the video is still up on my channel yeah. and i just documented myself like going to meet up with this this rapper and uh yeah i mean we met up we met in brooklyn we like got something to eat and like immediately just had like really good chemistry yeah. and uh just became like friends almost immediately and then I was really, we spent like half the day together and I was really just enjoying the day. I was enjoying meeting somebody new, you know, yeah. that was interested in similar things as I. And uh, he was like, yo, like fucking film this shit. Like, let's do some <laughs> shit. And I was like, all right, cool. So we went to the thrift store and we just started filming. And like literally the rest of the day, we just kept filming. And that was the first day I ever hung out with him. And it's up <laughs> on my YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, just from there, we became good friends and he uh he was growing at a pretty like solid rate at that time and he was building a fan base and he would go do shows or whatever and we would just hang out we were just friends you know and sometimes we would vlog and sometimes we wouldn't anytime he would go to new york city we would link up and he introduced me to a lot of artists that were in this sort of like underground scene and at some point too he even was like yo you gotta just go all in on this music shit because i was trying to do like other types of videos yeah and i was just like oh i don't want to put myself in a box blah 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 and he was just like fuck that shit you know he's like you yeah. could have a voice in this so you know at some Damn. point at one point i thought like all of my videos when he was in them they would get the most views and i'm talking like four five hundred six hundred views and then my other videos would get like 80 100 120 like so yeah. i was like damn i don't want to just be his like sidekick you know yeah. i don't want to be known as that and i was known as that for like a little bit right um but you know he never looked at me like that or whatever like we were just friends making videos and 
um, yeah, he just put me on to like a lot. He kind of networked me in with like his other friends that were making music. Um, but we were all just really chilling. Like it didn't, it didn't feel like, I don't, I don't know. It didn't feel like it was like this, this networking thing, even though it was, it really yeah. just felt like kids who were just trying to make music, like just trying to make music, trying to link up, have fun, be friends. Yeah. And, um, like it really was from there, you know, where he was like, yo, just go all in on the music shit. And then that's when I kind of just kept covering that scene and becoming friends with those people and supporting them. And then as they grew, I kind of grew. Yeah. Um, that's really where like it started the music shit. Yeah. You, you, you kind of have this, I mean, just, you know, looking at your, your videos and, and you have your weekly live streams where you review people's music. You're, you're kind of like a, I mean, you're kind of like the guy who, who kind of sh- helps people find, you know, smaller artists who are trying to, to get a fan base, which is really cool. I mean, that's kind of like what my, I guess one of my missions on my YouTube channel is help artists get, get yeah. a fan base. And you do it in a very unique way. Cause your content's almost like it's even your marketing videos aren't necessarily marketing education videos. They're like en- music entertainment videos in a way. So you, you come up with this kind of hybrid style. That's um, I feel like appeals to more than just the nerds, you know, <laughs> the nerds like me. Yeah. I think like you, your videos would be like, I would, I would, I would tell people to watch your videos if they actually wanted to like learn, like really learn about some shit. And then you'd watch mine if you kind of want to like loosely learn, but you, or you want like a general overview or just if you want to be entertained. But yeah, as far as like the marketing shit, I think I really struck gold with that because like, I'm proud of those videos because I, I mean, marketing is interesting. It's definitely interesting from, I mean, I went to school for it and I was interested in it. It was, yeah you know, relatively useless in the long term of my, <laughs> you know, real life career, but, uh, it's, it was still interesting and I did like learning about it. And, um, I guess I knew that other people would, would be interested in it too. So I was like, all right, well, how can I make videos about this yeah. that would interest people? And I, I'm still working on it. They're not perfect, but they're getting better. Yeah. So I, how long, I mean, I, I think your first video, if I remember, was like three years ago, or is it more? The one that I Like s- my very first YouTube video? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, February 20, three years ago, 2018, okay. February 2018. So you've gained, I mean, how many subscribers you're at right now? 300 something thousand or 400 Four, something thousand? 412. Four, so you've gotten 412,000 subscribers in three years, which is which is pretty, pretty damn fast. So like if, if yeah. an artist and you might've given this advice in your, in your videos or on a stream or something, but if an artist came to you, you know, saying, Hey, I want to start a YouTube channel, Mr. Patrick CC, <laughs> what should I do? Like, what's, what's the good, like the best advice you could give me, you know, like they're, they're not, they're not just going to upload their music videos and call it a day. Like they want to actually do a content type specifically channel. an artist or a YouTuber. I'd say an artist. Cause okay. that, that's probably like the, everyone that's, that's watching right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit for an artist, like really there's, there's really no like limit to what you could put on YouTube as far as being an artist. Right. Cause you're just a person too. So like yeah. a lot of, a lot of artists that were successful YouTubers or whatever, like they didn't necessarily make videos about their music. Right. 
Um, yeah. Some of them did, some of them didn't. Like Aries is a really good example of somebody who um, he made like these two, or it was like how this song was made in two minutes or something, sh- some shit like that. Or like he would remix a song or do a cover of a really popular song in two minutes. And, you know, just made these quick, short little videos, would do a vlog here and there. Then two years later, he's like, yo, like I make music too. And people <laughs> knew that he made music, right? Because he would do these covers yeah, and, and do these remixes and flips and whatnot. But then when he dropped like his own shit, people were like, yo, this is actually fucking fire. Yeah. And then, you know, he slowly transitioned out of that where like he's not really making YouTube videos anymore. He's more known for an artist. Um Ramzoid's another good example of that. He did kind of the same thing where you do a remix, you do a flip. There's a lot of producers out there that do tutorials and do this and that. So like, I mean, look at DDG, bro. He's like a regular, he was like a vlogger, gamer, reaction check. Like he did everything, right? And now he's like got songs with Blueface. Like he literally has <laughs> Billboard songs now. Like Lael Hansen, she fucking did the base, kind of the same video, s- similar videos to me. You know, her her whole YouTube career got a million subscribers and now she's just an artist. Like, there's yeah. really no telling what you should or shouldn't do just as long as you can get a following of people who fuck with you. Yeah. That's really it. I mean, shit, if I wanted to go full-time in music, it would be ass, first of all. But if I wanted to, like, I could. I could probably get a few thousand people to get behind me on it. But yeah. Um, just yeah, know just, that if you do do something, if you do try to build a following on YouTube outside of music, just know that when you do start making music, those people are going to be way more like harsh, way more critical, like way more um, just cr- critical of the shit that you're putting out, right? Because they know you for yeah. something else. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Did, did that happen to you since, I mean, you have a couple of years of making content and then you, you drop an album. Did you have people saying like, oh... You're, you're, you know, you're, I mean, any, any kind of negative stuff about it or was everyone super supportive? Yo, it's crazy because like, I definitely have like a, uh, audience who's willing to be, I feel like critical or whatever, like about music or whatever the fuck. But honestly, there wasn't even that much hate. Like a lot of people were pretty supportive of it. I mean, that's because I'm not a performer on the record, like none of the records. If I was oh, a yeah. performer, it wouldn't be good. Like I know I, I just know that I wouldn't be a good vocal performer. Like a lot of people tell me, bro, I want to hear you rap. Like, no, you don't. bro. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear myself rap. You don't want to hear me rap. Trust me. Like self-awareness yeah. is a very big key to success. The reason why I don't want to be a rapper is because I know I wouldn't be good at it. Like the reason why I don't want to be a singer is because I know I wouldn't be good at it. I'm good at uh, being a YouTuber. Like it's just because i like music so much people think that like i you know want to do it myself and that's just like not it but um, yeah but yeah bro most people were pretty supportive like even because there's so much opportunity for you to like a song there's so many like there's a there's different types of songs on this project so some people only liked one song or some people didn't really like any of them but they liked the idea of it like me using my platform to potentially promote people that are not yeah. you know getting spotlight so i think there's not really much to hate on in, in my opinion i i agree i mean i guess just, just so everyone here knows um and for the final video you know if you could just give give like the one minute pitch for the concept behind your album essentially your, your tiktok pitch of your uh, of your album <laughs> yeah so 
the album that I made was essentially a a compilation uh, project rather than a sort of like a, a rather a, a compilation of songs rather than like one cohesive idea, like what like a conceptual. It wasn't a conceptual project, and I executive produced it like like DJ Khaled would or like Taz Taylor would, where I, you know, got a bunch of artists together and had them make music together and I hand selected the beats and you know rearranged some of the verses or rearranged some of the hooks or maybe even helped with some of the writing um and I was in charge of you know doing not not doing but working alongside the engineer for the final mix and master telling him hey change this change that so essentially being like the guide the brain behind this project putting all the pieces together and being the glue that like puts the project together and I'm not a performer on it. Yeah. And the other cool thing is you didn't just pick like a bunch of, um, I mean, cause you probably could have reached out to a decent amount of other like successful music YouTubers and getting a pretty good amount of like, I guess, clout behind it, so to speak. But like, so some of the Maybe. people you picked were, um, you know, I mean, I don't want to sound harsh, but like some of them had almost no followings. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I love about the first song, like track number one, like people love track number one and like um, Jonah and Skywater are both two artists that have like, Jonah didn't even have a song out, um, first of all, I mean, because he was doing a rebrand and Skywater is relatively unknown, but um, yeah, it's just like you have, my biggest song on the project is not even close to the biggest artists that are on there and people are so willing to check it out and listen to it because it's actually a good song and not because you know it's just a rapper with a bunch of cloud or whatever yeah yeah and someone in the uh someone in the chat asked a good question that i was going to bring up later is why didn't you put out singles first and why did you just drop the whole thing i wanted the uh i wanted the shock factor because i knew that no matter how much i promoted it like I talked about it a lot on my Instagram and in my YouTube lives and on Twitter, but I know that the bulk of my following is obviously on YouTube and not everybody pays attention to your, to my daily life, right? Like people got shit to do. So, um, I knew that whenever I did decide to drop and it would go on all platforms and I would post the full album on my YouTube channel. I knew that there would be a lot of people that are like, what the fuck? Like you dropped an (laughs) album, you know what, like what's going on? So I didn't want to spoil that that moment. I didn't want to ruin that moment because Black Hole Sun would have been the single that I dropped. And in hindsight, it probably would have worked because people really like that song. But if they didn't, they would definitely like if they didn't like the song, then they might be reluctant to try and listen to the rest of the project. You know, it yeah. was my first attempt. So if I dropped a single and they're like, man, that shit sucks. Like then when I drop the album, they might be like, I'm not listening to that shit because your single sucked, you know? So yeah. I figured like, let me just drop the whole project and then you can just like, you can decide. I'm big on like drop then market. But now for the next one, like I have a little bit of hype. People know what I can do. They, you know, there are thousands of people that like this record. So now I can kind of hype it up a little bit. My advice to a lot of upcoming artists is like, don't hype shit up because nobody knows who you are. So if you have somebody's attention, make sure that they can go and check out your music right then and there because it's so fucking hard to get people's attention. So now for me, 
it's a little different because I have a following. So I'm able to do, I'm able to create hype and people will actually wait for it because they do fuck right. with me, but I'm still more of like the drop it, then promote it, drop it, then build hype, you know? So somebody's like, wait, yeah. what album? And I'm like the one that's available right now, like go listen to it. Like, yeah. Okay. That's a good point. And that's one reason why I don't tell people to bother a lot with, I mean, at least in Facebook ads with like pre-save campaigns, mm. uh, just because like, I mean, one, it's kind of like, what's, what's in it for the person you, you had a really creative way to do it since you have your live streams and you can kind of give people a, a something in return for pre-saving your song. But, um, you know, Joe Schmo underground, uh, EDM producer, you know, what's he going to say? Pre-save my song. And the person's like, why? Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. And they can't even go listen to it. Uh, it'd be better if they just kind of dropped it. And when they got their attention the first time they had something, the person could actually go and do. Yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I learned about pre-saves more, um, like, when I actually did them. I got, like, 4,500 pre-saves on my album, yeah. um, which is a lot. But, like, it wasn't... I'll probably do it the same way that I did it for the next one. But uh found out it's it's not that valuable. Like, they are, it is valuable. Yeah. But like you're probably better off spending time like actually promoting the record after it's dropped because then yeah. you can actually get some streams. Yeah, and I I, I, I left a comment on your video. <laughs> I don't know if you said that today, but I did see it. I I, yeah. I I don't remember what you said, but I remember reading it. Yeah, it's like the a lot of people think that Spotify can like see pre saves before your song's out. And I then, thought that. Yeah, and and a lot, like almost every artist I talk to is like when I tell them that they can't, they're like wait, what? So what's the point of a pre-save? And it's like, well, exactly. <laughs> that's why, yeah. why pre-saves aren't, I mean, they're good because they're essentially day one saves. And if you get like 4,500 saves on day one as a brand new artist. It's essentially like a push notification. That's really what it is. It's just yeah. like somebody's going to get a notification when your shit drops, which is like valuable, but it's not going to, it's not going to make a break. You know, they might listen yeah. to it the next day or the next day or the next, you know, it's just. Yeah. So did, did your, I know in your, your video where you covered um, before you got into doing paid marketing for the album that you didn't get any algorithmic playlists. So it makes sense why you wouldn't get it on release radar because you essentially had, you know, you had, you started with zero followers, yeah. but did you end up getting any algorithmic playlist activity in the last two months? Cause I would have expected like, like so much organic traffic, so many saves, um, so many streams for brand new art. I would think that you would have a couple songs on discover weekly that would just be crushing it. Yeah, now, so, um, so by now, right now, so for radio, I have 16.7K streams. Discover Weekly, 14.8K. Release Radar, 11.7K. Okay. And then Daily Mix and I'll repeat are basically like 8.7K, 4.8K. But yeah, Release okay. Radar kind of jumped up a little bit after that, but Discover Weekly also, it took a little bit of time, but yeah, I mean, it, it did something. I mean, yeah, total of like, 40,000 streams that's not it's not nothing to bat an eye at but or yeah. it's not nothing to like it's it's not overwhelming but it's not it's not nothing yeah it's yeah, yeah. Like, it's fine Com compared to a million it, it compared to a million if it was right, like 400,000 like oh okay that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. compared to a million though it's not much four percent yeah yeah I'm, I'm really surprised um, algorithm is not helping me and it's crazy bro because black hole sun track number one is doing like nine thousand streams a day for like legitimately 40 days in a row <laughs> and it's like no playlisting nothing 
Like, yeah. damn, Spotify doing me fucking foul. Like, <laughs> that's fucked up. See, we kind of speculated. We kind of speculated a little bit here, me and the guys, and we kind of thought like, Spotify wants to make wants you to think that it's like fair, but like yeah. if they had a data system that was true, they somebody that controls those playlists would see that this shit is doing numbers every day consistently on its own. And they would be like, damn, people probably like that song. We should promote it more. But it's not like that because it's probably one dude who knows the song or saw one of my videos and was probably like, fuck that kid. And that's it. And that's it. So it doesn't matter, you know, how many. Yeah. You know, that's just a little bit of speculation. That's a very negative way of looking at it. But like, if you think about it, man, those are just people that run those those playlists at the end of the day. You know, I know that. Yeah, I mean, there's some algorithm shit, but like, come on. The, the algorithmic playlist, you know, supposedly there's some formula that goes into it. And, like, I've had decent results kind of, like, trying to predict so- if songs will get on algorithmic playlists. But you're right about the editorial playlist. It's just, like, each – every playlist has, like, a person assigned to it. who curates it. And, and if they don't like the song, then – If they don't like you or they don't like they the song, you're, you're, you're fucked. And um, there's also data that they look at, but they're told, like, you know, use your editorial – privilege to decide what to do and i mean you know i mean i don't want to make it too political but if you look at how spotify's treated some of joe rogan's episodes you know that their opinions get mixed up in their decisions absolutely Um, absolutely and that's why like you know i i know that black hole sun is a good song and i know that i'm going to keep pushing it um and that's why i'm not going to get discouraged if it doesn't get playlisted you know i'm grateful i'm grateful that it even is coming up on four hundred thousand streams that's fucking amazing and that just shows how you know just great like my fan base just fucking strong like they're really fucking with that song and just the word of mouth right is just great because yeah um i mean i'm sure my promotion of the track helped a little bit but like it's you know spotify fucking come on this song will probably (laughs) help you you know like this song will probably get people to come back to your playlist right like yeah i mean like it is for you you're you're killing it on spotify i mean you you dropped an album two months ago and you're about your most streamed song is about to pass my most streamed song (laughs) and i've been doing this for for a couple couple marketing for like you know like i mean i I do have a decently bigger following so it's but not still like, like th- that's that's not a bad thing about you that's a good thing you know that's yeah no that's i'm like, not saying like you, you think spotify would see like there's a massive amount of growth in such a short time be like i don't know put i i feel like they would like they would let's have at least consider it you know <laughs> like, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. i'm saying bro like uh, how are you gonna be an artist that's never dropped anything actually i did have this like little meme song up there but basically <laughs> never dropped anything right and now he's got a hundred thousand monthly listeners in a in a month. Like, yeah, who the who's running this shit over there? Like, does nobody like <laughs> check that out? You know? Yeah. Am yeah. I bringing value somewhere? Like, damn. <laughs> so I I guess let's let's shift over to how you marketed this album, um, because obviously you know you had the organic thing, you have your audience. But you do, you've done a bunch of experiment videos, and it sounds like that you probably even have more coming. Um, yeah. And so you've done, you know, there's the Facebook ads one, which a few people sent sent my way, like, hey, Patrick's doing Facebook ads. And I checked it out, and I was like, sweet. <laughs> um, but then you also had your, your playlisting one, and then you had a TikTok influencer one, and I don't know if there were others. Um, so I guess, like, out of all that, 
what do you think is the most worth it for like a you know Joe Schmo underground EDM producer to uh, to to get down with? Um, like which marketing tactic? Yeah, out of those three, or anything else you've tried, out of like playlist, influencer marketing, um, Facebook ads, or oh, or dude. whatever. I know I, it's a I, tough question. I, yeah, it's a tough <laughs> question because like you never know. Like c- certain things work for certain people, and like I never try to act like I know everything. I mean, I know that I give off this impression, right? Like a lot of people will be like, "Oh, you know, you're." like some people were commenting on the Facebook ads video, right? And they're like, or, or the Instagram ads. And they were like, fucking, I'm surprised you're so late on this. Or like, I'm surprised you didn't know. And like, like I'm not that much different than my fan base, right? Like I'm learning just as yeah. much as they are. I just happen to pre- have a following and present it in a way where I guess I kind of want to look like I know what I'm doing a little bit, but at the same time, like I'm also learning, right? It's yeah. a learning experience. I think that's what makes the videos interesting because it feels relatable because I'm not like some genius like that did all this crazy research. I kind of like do it as I go. But as far as like the marketing, I mean, it's just it's such shitty advice, but it's just like it fucking there's not one thing that works. And like <laughs> there isn't one thing that I could tell you to do, because if I could, I would be a billionaire because if I knew the way. <laughs> Yeah, I would have a million streams on every song and people would be paying me, you know, thousands of dollars or whatever to promote their shit. But there just really fucking isn't a way like there isn't a way. But um, I know that, um, you know, TikTok is a huge gamble, but if it works, it works. Um, Fortnite is a a good uh, community to roll down. Fortnite. Um, Yeah, Fortnite. uh, (laughs) shit but i don't know about edm i don't know about edm for fortnite but wait is, is there like a fortnite. music community on fortnite fuck yeah fuck oh. yeah gee yeah. like how is is it yeah i'm probably i'm probably gonna make a video about that so i don't want to like dive too deep into it but okay. um i think uh, uh like i'm gonna invest into some some fortnite uh promotion type shit that's interesting video gamers bro video just gamers of all kind like the NBA 2K community is big with rap stuff. Yeah. Um, but EDM, man, it's I'm a little bit out of the loop with uh, with EDM. Um, yeah, I mean, it, so, it is different for every genre. And uh, I'm not I, I always say EDM, but I'm, I guess I'm not necessarily even EDM myself. <laughs> but yeah, what's weird about EDM is uh, it doesn't stream well and it's hard to get your name out there other than doing shows. Doing shows is actually like yeah. a really good way to get your name out there like I know tons of DJs that'll it's crazy, bro. With rap, you could you could have a million you could be getting a million streams a month and you yeah. won't even be able to get fifty people at a show. With <laughs> EDM, there are some EDM DJs that don't even have a million streams that'll do fifteen hundred, two thousand person shows. It's so yeah. weird. It's like total opposite. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I just want to apologize to all the people. I totally ducked the marketing question, but it's just fucking it's so hard to just give nah, like, I, that one, you know, that one piece of advice, like do this and it'll work. I know what you mean. And I, I mean, I, I usually just blanketly will say Facebook ads, but um, yeah, you, you are right that like agree. it's it's different for everyone. And I guess quick, quick shout out to uh, Anonymous. Thanks. Thanks for the five euros. Uh, hey, quick question. If I appear in a track on Spotify as a feature with a larger artist, will those extra streams contribute to my monthly listeners? And the answer is 
no if you're a feature, but yes if you're a a um, you're this a, a second primary artist. So if you're also a primary artist, monthly listeners cross over. If you're a feature, they they do not. Um, so it is a pretty big deal to to get that primary artist. Yeah, and the primary artist it'll show up on their page as an official release. Yeah, but as a feature it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't able to do the primary artist thing with my album, but if I ever do a single with an artist, yeah, I plan on doing that. I, I wish you could because like I, I have some sweet collabs that like I'd love to release all my singles as an album, but I can't get all those people on as second primary artists because you have to have the same primaries across the whole album. Mm. And it's kinda it kinda sucks. Um yeah, what, what was I just? What were you just talking about? Oh yeah, so the the, the marketing stuff. Um, you know, you, so you when you tried out the the influence, and I don't want to like rehash your, your videos because um, you know if, if anyone here hasn't seen Patrick's videos, go watch his videos and go listen to his album because they're both great. <laughs> but um, I guess for like a blanket blanket summary on what worked best for you, instead of taking it from the perspective of uh, what would you recommend for someone to use, um, what do you think like moved the needle most in terms of at least like. Spotify streams. I mean, playlist promotion, which I don't recommend that people do because it's risky, but like that's, yeah. that's honestly what did the most. I think that I have so much organic traffic that the Instagram ads didn't really make a dent because it just, yeah. it just didn't match up with my following. I would probably recommend Facebook or Instagram ads to an artist that's like small but yeah. for me personally, I don't think that it helped that much because I have already thousands <laughs> of people like it would need, you know, it sounds like braggadocious, but like, it's just, it is what it is. Like there were already, yeah. I'm already, I'm doing 10, 20,000 streams a day, like consistently. And I have been. So yeah, when you're getting just a, maybe a couple hundred more people, it's just not making a big enough dent. So yeah. um, my next step is, is bigger promotion things and that's why i was trying like the the playlisting and the tiktok because i need that i need that i need thousands of people i need a i need yeah. a thousand <laughs> like thousands of people reach to make a dent and uh that's where i think i'm gonna pursue the fortnite shit um because i have something up my sleeve that hopefully people will learn but that is a yeah. it's a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit I don't want to say too much about that, but yeah. I mean, the Spotify playlist shit, you can literally get your account banned. It's risky. I wouldn't yeah. really recommend it, but I, I know people who have gotten, um, you know, as someone in particular, I don't want to throw them under the bus, but they, they were doing Facebook ads. They had trouble getting the cost down and they started doing a bunch of other services and random, you know, sketchy marketing stuff. And I, I checked back a couple months later and their entire Spotify catalog was just wiped clean. And yeah. they, they basically just got rid of their inst I think they just gave up entirely. So they basically tried something sketchy and then they got they were doing decent and then basically they got everything shut down and I think they just got so discouraged they just said, Screw this, I'm done, which sucks, I, you know. Yeah, I think in my Spotify video, the second one, the one that I did recently in March, I have a pretty good way of vetting out the sketchy playlists. So yeah. you could at least get on some real playlists. But uh yeah. It's still it's still risky nonetheless and I definitely don't recommend it but I I did it for my video because I mean I mean if I got banned it would just be better content I guess so <laughs> right. I'd be able to come point. back strong so yeah 
Yeah, and, and it's a good point about the whole size thing is is that, you know, there's an artist that I've been um, talking with. Um, well, actually, I did a video with him, Zan Griffin. I don't know if you, you've heard of him, but some of you in the chat might know. Um, he's doing like he's doing decently well. I don't remember his monthly listeners, like 200,000 or 300,000 or 150, somewhere in that range, monthly listeners. Um, so he's doing quite well organically, like 100% organically. And so when we, we do Facebook ads, it's a completely different story from how I do Facebook ads and how I help a lot of other smaller artists do it. Because like, you know, running $100 or $300 in Facebook ads to a song that's going to get 100,000 streams anyways, it's like you can't even tell anything's happening because mm -hmm. it's day-to-day -day right. fluctuations. Like he might have a 1,000 extra streams one day just because he tweeted, you know? Right, right, right. Um, and so it gets... You, you have to do these different strategies where like we tried targeting just uh, women in the United States, which is much more expensive. But he he wanted to do that because he noticed he got a crap ton of DMs from them. And so mm -hmm. he used that as a measure of success, like how many DMs is he getting from these people? Um, and that way he can tell the Facebook ads are working and he can have a conversation with all these all these strangers and kind of like they essentially become super fans in a, in a way. Um, and I've tried this a couple of times. I'm making kind of, I've been running TikTok ads recently and trying to get people to DM me in them. And it's actually like, it's pretty cool. Like you get to talk with all these people and I feel like that kind of interaction, it's, you know, it's a super, it's a super deep kind of like fan engagement thing than just like, yo, go check out my track. Um, yeah. Wait, I forgot the best. No, this is, this is the best way to market your shit for free. I just remembered. Literally, the best way to market your shit for free is just make a TikTok account and use TikTok the way that you're supposed to. And then one day, just literally be like, just hold the camera up to your face and just say, hey, I'm an artist. I made this song. What do you think? And then just play it and just vibe out. That is the <laughs> best way that you can market your shit. Um, like, I've seen so many people blow up from, like, doing yeah. that, from just, just putting the phone up and just being like, hey, I make music. Check it out. Let me know what you think. A lot of the artists in the Spotify viral section, the viral charts, are mm -hmm. if you might look them up and you'll see their first song ever. It's like you know, crazy numbers, like multiple millions of streams because they're in, like trending or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you look and find out that it's because they were like a big TikToker who came up with their song. It's still the best way to get your shit out. I don't care what people say. They're like, oh, it's cringe. It's this or that. Like, cool. <laughs> Let other people make cringe money then. Like, what, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Like, who cares? If people are listening to your shit and they fuck with it, like, who cares how they found it? Yeah. I, I do think that not everyone is suited for, as suited for TikTok to like. That's true, but everyone well. can try. You're right. Everyone you never try. know. Like, you never really know. The types of shit that blows up on TikTok is all so different. People yeah. like to say that there is like a, there is a common theme. There is some cringy, corny songs that blow up, yes. But there are also, like, really, really fucking good songs that blow up on there that yeah. are, like, actually well-written, well-performed, well-produced, like, all the time. All the time yeah. it happens. For, like, yeah. for no reason. For just it, It's because. the same for, for the content types. A lot of people think it's just stupid singing and dancing stuff. And there's a lot of stupid singing and dancing, but... Absolutely. There's, um... If you go on there and type in like music marketing, there's a bunch of people who essentially do what I do on YouTube on TikTok. And if you yeah. go and type like, I don't know, I, I bet if you typed finance, you would find like, like tax advice on how to, you know, it's essentially just YouTube in one minute format. There's a whole bunch of stupid crap, but there are, there really, there is kind of everything on there. So that is a good point that you don't have to be 
a cringy person to be on face on a TikTok. In fact, the more the, honestly, I think there's a bigger opportunity for people that are very different because people like different shit sometimes, or maybe TikTok needs something a little bit different. Yeah, possibly. It's true because the content you make isn't isn't a super cringy. It's essentially like your YouTube. Some people might think it is. <laughs> I'm sure. Some yeah. Do. Some people do on TikTok, but I don't know. I. Bro, like I just I I would be more consistent on TikTok, but it's funny because like I know that it could be valuable. My manager's always like, bro, you gotta fucking you gotta make it on TikTok, bro. You'll be you'll be you'll have a million followers so quick. And I know that because I know that if I just do those stupid ass videos, like three artists that are about to blow up or this blah blah yeah. blah, this versus this, like I could just come up with all these goofy, stupid little ideas. I just like don't want to. Like I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I just I don't have the motivation. I don't. I don't know. I, I want to be more of a YouTuber. Like TikTok to me, like, isn't very exciting. I had, I have a couple, I have two TikToks. I have a million views and I don't, it doesn't excite me. Well, maybe, probably because I'm not making money on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's not yeah. that it's even about the money. It's just like those content ideas are so boring. They don't, they yeah. don't feel that creative in me. It just feels like something I should, I, I like should be doing, you know? It's yeah, like I yeah. post on TikTok because I should be doing it, not because I want to. So I have 50,000 followers on there, but I probably could have a million if I really like tried to put some energy into it. But I just don't care enough. And that's <laughs> irresponsible, probably. But I guess you got to at some point, you got to give yourself like, all right, I'm not going to yeah. do that one. You know, I'm not going to try to blow up on that social media. <laughs> for, for the <laughs> like, longest like, time, I, I, for like the past few months, I said, screw TikTok just because I'm, I, I don't have a good time. Use, like, I don't even watch videos on it because I don't really enjoy that as much as a lot like of YouTube. good puppy videos on TikTok. <laughs> if you watch, if you yeah. were to go on my phone and you looked at my for you page, it would just be a bunch of videos of people's dogs, <laughs> which is what I like to use TikTok for is just look at dogs. That's a lot of mine as well. That and, uh. What's been recently? I guess I've been watching a lot of random music content on there, like music producers making short beats and yeah, stuff like that. Fire too. But um, I, I've recently forced myself to get back into uploading two videos a day on TikTok just because I know it's like, it's the place to be. I, I don't, I also kind of just, I don't, I don't have a good time doing it. I like making YouTube videos. I don't like making TikTok videos. It's too short. Like I can't say anything. I feel like I can't say anything meaningful. Yeah. You always get, yeah. You got to shorten it and then fucking it's just like i don't know yeah it's it just sucks it yeah. just just the youtube is just so much better like it's so funny because every you every tiktoker is gonna eventually want to be a youtuber and they're gonna have such a hard time trying to stretch out their content <laughs> and every yeah. youtuber is like how the fuck do i say anything in a minute <laughs> yeah so someone asked me in a in a comment to like hey can you like show how to do uh facebook ads in one of your videos and i'm like uh, on a in a one minute video you want me to show you how to make a facebook ad campaign like i have, those, I have yeah it's just like because it's just it it basically is just an ad for your <laughs> that's all it would have to be yeah. be like and since you learned nothing and you've been sitting here for 58 seconds go watch my <laughs> youtube video where i where you can actually figure out what the fuck to do because yeah. here we are on this app like <laughs> I think it's really good for artists in particular, though. I mean, we're, we're in a kind of a different position because we're, we're YouTubers. But like for an artist, you can make a lot of dope music content on TikTok. Absolutely. And one minute's like a really good length. Fuck um, yeah. I, I wish, I mean, I, I kind of want to start a separate one just so I can do music 
stuff. But then I realize I hate TikTok and then I don't do it. 